845, quarter till 9. Tommy Tucker, WWL on this Monday morning. Going to be cool today. Nice. Highs only in the mid to upper 50s. Then tomorrow warms up to 70 and then back cool in the 50s again for the foreseeable Oh, several days. Uh, mass shooting in Monterey, California, Monterey Park, California. I think we all know about that by now. Mass shooting in Baton Rouge. Um, Tim Off joins us now, national security expert, founder of Sachs Consulting. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good, Tommy. Good morning to you. One of these days, I'm going to call you and we're just going to talk about football or something. Wouldn't that be nice? It'd be uh, very uh, pleasant to have that conversation. What do we know about this shooting in uh, Monterey Park, California, and does it uh uh what's I'm thinking of veer off of the traditional uh if there is such a thing mass shooting profile et cetera yeah this one appears to be um a little bit different but it basically is is still a mass shooting the uniqueness about this is normally our shooters are much younger and i think this individual was in his mid 70s 77 years old too i think 72. What, saying, yeah. yeah, okay, 72. But uh, it's very rare that we have uh, a, a senior citizen uh, involved in a mass shooting. So uh, that's probably the initial big difference. Would that tend to make you think that, I hate to say one off, that sounds terrible, and I don't mean it that way, but that it was maybe something personal and not. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm fumbling in my words here, Tim, because I don't even know how to describe it without sounding insensitive. And I don't mean that to be the case at all, but um, that this was different than other mass shootings, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, I think all the mass shootings, they eventually find in most cases, there's a core reason. And that core reason is some sort of revenge, resentment, um, objective objection to something or a group and what they stand for. And this probably in the long run will be no different. Baton Rouge here. We had a mass shooting inside a club, left 12 people injured. The only difference here is that um, I guess the bullets didn't fly where they were intended to go. Otherwise we would be talking about 12 people dead, I guess. Um, Have the number of mass shootings or at least the way we define them gone up? Tim, are they rising dramatically? Is it a post-COVID thing? What are your thoughts on all of that? Well, there's lots of thoughts and theories on mass shootings, and uh, people believe or experts believe that COVID, obviously during COVID, mass shootings went down, um, but that COVID kind of contained people. They were confined more and they were kind of brewing about things that they were not happy about, but they didn't have the opportunity physically to get out and, and let their um, displeasure be known. The other problem during COVID or wasn't a problem, but situation is we didn't have all these gatherings, these mass gatherings. And, when when a mass shooter wants to strike, when when that person feels it's it's time to express themselves by going out and committing a lot of carnage of death and injuries, uh, they they got to have uh, what they believe to be a very accessible and highly probability wise of success 
in shooting a lot of people, killing and hurting uh, a lot of people. So during COVID, that, that really didn't present itself. Now that COVID's over and we're starting to have these very large gatherings again, um, it, it now uh, the scenarios fit. And we have a history of mass shootings. So someone that's deranged or revengeful or whatever now is these are basic copycats. They're they're seeing what others have done in the past and 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 they're mimicking it. And unfortunately a lot of them they want to do they want to match or or surpass the statistics that the previous ones have done. So that's another problem. Let me take a break, uh, Tim. We'll talk about this when we come back because after a mass shooting happens, it seems like, although lately it may be not as much, but that um, whoever believes what tries to make it seem as though, well, this is going to be the solution to that. But in looking back from all the mass shootings that we've had, and we first started talking to Tim after uh, Sandy Hook, have we learned anything? Is gun control, is any type of gun control really lend itself to, to preventing these things in states where guns maybe are more, or municipalities where guns are more tightly controlled? Uh, have we found a link where mental health treatment would have prevented something like this? It just seems like they are becoming more prevalent. It is now something we live with in society. And I would ask the audience at 504-260-1870, when you go somewhere, do you consciously think that you could be a victim of something like this. And i got to tell you, I don't. For whatever reason, the thought doesn't cross my mind. 8.50 and a half, traffic now, WWL. 8.55, Tommy Tucker, 5 till 9 on WWL, talking to Tim Dimoff, our friend, national security expert, founder of Sachs Consulting. We first met up with Tim after the Sandy Hook shooting, and Tim, in all of that time with all of the mass shootings that have happened um, since then, have have we come? Have we ever been able to really determine w- common causalities, and from that derive ways to prevent them? Well, I think we realize in a more in depth way why these shootings happen um, due to a handful of pretty significant and regular reasons. Um, we know that these shootings happen because people who reach a point where they want to express themselves or seek out revenge in a big way, they have a history of 24-7 seeing in print and media formats that mass shootings um, has been the solution of others who uh, also feel that they want to strike back for different reasons. So, the bottom line is we, we know that these types of attacks will continue, and our focus is obviously on trying to intercept, know about them before they happen, so the public is much more educated, family, friends, coworkers are much more attuned to listening to people talking about doing stuff because we know these mass shooters do express themselves before they do it. And we are seeing a lot of mass shootings prevented, but we're not getting the publicity behind that, but uh, a lot have been prevented. That was my and, next question. How do you, 
we don't hear about it, but that's what your company does, and or or you know this because of what, Tim? How can you? And I'm not challenging. I'm just for people that sure to, uh, explain that if you would please that there have been that we have learned and we have there have been some preventions. Yeah, I think it's simple. I think that the public is is much more aware of and sensitive, and the public is listening for clues to this, and they're not hesitant like they were 10, 15 years ago to get into somebody else's business because they're unhappy. So the, the general public has been educated and basically incentivized uh, to report things that they see and hear, and, and, and there have been a lot. My company works all over the United States, and believe me, we're responding exponentially much more than we did eight, ten years ago uh, following up on these kinds of claims. The federal government, uh, the FBI and other federal and state and even local police, they're all responding a lot more to, to these kind of um, people calling in and saying this or that. Companies are educating their workers more. So we know that we're stopping more but it's such a massive problem. And the other thing is security presence at major events is the key. We know is the key to stopping these kind of things, because what's happening statistically is interviews and, and, and going back over mass shootings, people that were involved in mass shootings. And I, and I won't give you all the details, but, in interviews with the ones that survive or whatever, even if they don't survive, we find out they had visited several places. And the, and the ones they chose were the ones without security. Mm. And the ones that they changed their mind on were the ones that had good security. So we know that. Soft targets always. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate your time. Tim Dimoff, national security expert, founder of Sachs Consulting. When we come back, we're going to talk to – I've been wanting to talk to um, – Tyron Trong for a while. 